Welcome to Living to Love Yourself podcast. When we are feeling down, sick, have the flu, our body seems beaten and we are too tired and exhausted to have the energy to even think about being happy about ourselves, about just about who we are. What if you were chronically sick, always struggling to sleep, have poor eating habit, increased stress? Would you be able to think about happy thoughts? Probably not. It would be quite challenging. Health has direct impact to our happiness, and we are going to listen in on important how important health is in today's episode of Life, Liberty, and Pursuit of Happiness. Today's guest is Tim Coach Papa Stewart, who is a farm boy from Western Nebraska, who has spent 21 years in the uniform of the U.S. Army, retiring as captain in 1998. Tim, Coach Papa, met his wife, April, in the Army, where she was a medic and he was an MP. They have three beautiful children and their 11th grandchild, oh my goodness, was born on December 19, 2018. He has filled all industrial management positions from team leader to plan manager. He also has been an athletic coach for over 30 years, working with over 5,000 athletes from from five years old to being the varsity men's and women's soccer coach for Wilmot Consolidated Union High School, consulting with college and professional athletics along the way. Tim is currently the voice of the Vipers, an ABA professional men's basketball team in Lake County, Illinois. After the talk, if you would like to reach out to him, reach out on LinkedIn, Coach Papa, or Facebook, Coach Papa Tim, or just for the health of it. He is always going to be my Coach Papa, and today, mine, Coach Papa, is going to talk about wonderful thoughts about life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness for you. Hi, Coach Papa. How are you? Hi, you made me feel really old by reading that. It's, uh... <laughs> You're not. Actually, that just tells how alive and energetic you are. You have done, you have immense amount of experience, and I am grateful to have you on board for it. Well, one of the things that I, you know, am blessed with is, is the health, and I think it has a lot to do with the happiness. Um, I turned 65 years old this year, and the average 65-year-old in America is on anywhere from eight to 19 medications mm. I'm on zero medications. Uh, some people think I should be for some things, but uh, it's, uh, you know, you it's, tell it's, us, how did you get there with zero meds? That is an achievement. We're going to, we're going to get into that later. Yeah. I want to kind of make sure we get through these whole things. So there's, there's three basic areas I'm going to hit today. Okay. The first one is, is how to get out of conflict or chemical brain freeze. Um, and that's kind of like a first aid for happiness. When you're feeling when you're feeling down, when you're feeling attacked, when you're feeling in conflict, uh, this is going to help you immediately get out of conflict. The second one is the happiness advantage, and it, the happiness advantage. I talk about how a 21 day program can help shift your thinking from expecting the next shoe to drop to expecting positive outcomes. Uh, and then the, the the final piece of the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. We're going to talk about affirmations. Affirmations, not affirmations. You know, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. But affirmations. <laughs> affirmations are empowering questions that immediately change your thought processes from negative to positive. So let's jump right in. 
Beautiful. Let's do. A few years ago, I was host of a uh, radio show. I, I shaved myself completely bald for, I was for about eight years. And I was one of two bald guys at a microphone. Oh. Uh, and with my partner, we uh, had several great guests on the show. We had a third co-host from Greenville, Texas. His name was Ron Hostry. Unfortunately, we lost Ron to liver cancer uh, earlier this year. But he brought on a guest by the name of Chuck Inman. And Chuck had written a book called Chemical Brain Freeze. Hmm. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Chemical Brain Freeze. What is it? Chemical Brain Freeze is our old fight or flight response. The amygdala, and we've all heard a lot of news about that uh, this time. The amygdala, when it senses danger, starts uh, putting adrenaline and cortisol into your body. Adrenaline causes the breathing to go real shallow and the blood to go out to the extremities so you're ready to fight or flight. Cortisol, once it gets into the neocortex, shuts off creative and cognitive thinking and leaves you in that fight or flight mode. Now, if you practice the fight thousands of times, you can repeat it when you're in this mode. For example, an NFL football player or a professional basketball player, when they're in conflict, they still perform at a very high level. But for the average human being, when we get into conflict, our brain really doesn't know what to do. I'm sure you've never experienced uh, a, a, a parent at a youth sporting event going ballistic, right? Not, a real good right. person, but uh, during that moment, they get locked into chemical brain freeze. I, I'm sure you've never experienced road rage, but mm. others have when they get cut off in traffic, where they go, ah, and they do stupid <laughs> stuff behind the wheel of a car, which is really, really dangerous. What his process is, is it takes that brain cortisol and, and, and dopamine, the happy hormone, cannot coexist in the neocortex. Right. And through Chuck's process, you learn how to get yourself out of conflict immediately. Now, for one example, you're you're out camping and you go down to get some water and 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 you duck the water and you hear rustle of leaves behind you and you're all happy and you turn around, there's a mountain lion right there and you're like, ah, and you throw the water in the bucket at the mountain lion, the mountain lion goes that way, you go this way. The next campground you go to, you double check to make sure there's no mountain lions. Mm. But when you go down to get the water, you hear the rustle of leaves and you just throw the bucket without even thinking. The amygdala from this point on registers rustle of leaves with mountain lion. And you will always be dealing with this unless you recognize it and and, and find out how to overcome it. Now, Mm. the other thing the amygdala doesn't know is the difference between internal conflict and external conflict. External conflict, that road rage I talked about, the the, the kid in the, in the soccer match, the, our, our spouse. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been married 45 years, and we may have had a few discussions during those times that bordered on uh, arguments because I didn't know how to manage my uh, thought process. Mm-hmm. In recognition, there's healing. So the first step is when you recognize you're getting into that moment, when you get caught off in traffic, when the referee makes a bad call, when your your husband says, you're not wearing that dress, are you? Uh, you stop. You, you stop. All right? And that's the first stop. Just stop it. Yeah. Whatever it is, just stop it. Yeah, pause. Pause. What are you doing? Take a deep breath, or that real deep belly breath. Right. What that does scientifically is it sends a signal to the amygdala that it's all clear. Because remember, with the adrenaline, your shallow breathing, the deep breath says, all clear. It stops the production of cortisol and adrenaline. The next step is you have to have a specific happy memory that you can go to at any point in time. 
that you can, something so happy, so positive in your life that you can recall it. You know, you're probably thinking of one right now. Uh, for me, it was state track meet my senior year. As I came around that last bend, I passed a guy who was had been leading me the whole race and wound up beating him by over 75 yards. I mean, I was just flying around that corner and 20,000 people stood up and, and cheered for me. And it was like, wow, this is so cool. But that memory I hold on to for those moments when I, I need some dopamine, I need to get that, that happy feeling, that rush, because dopamine clears the cortisol. Awesome. Now, the cortisol will clear itself. It takes about 20 minutes. And, and if you've ever been in a discussion bordering on an argument, and, and it's about 20 minutes later, and you're like, oh, man, I should have said that. <laughs> the cortisol is clearing out. But when you get the dopamine flowing, it clears it out immediately. But there is one more step. And this one will cost you $574. Because okay, let's hear it. the one that makes it work, right? <laughs> the final step is ask yourself a question. And it doesn't matter what the question is. The question can be re related to the challenge at hand or not. Matter of fact, what I teach all of my clients is to ask the question, how important is it? How important is it? How important is the fact that I wore brown shoes with blue pants? How important is it that, that you know, referee call that had no impact on the game? How important is it? Because when we ask a question, it jumpstarts the neocortex and we return to creative cognitive state. So chemical brain freeze to get out of conflict in 30 seconds or less. Stop, breathe, go to your happy place and ask yourself a question. Now, beautiful. My wife is a redhead, and you know she's got everything that goes along with being a redhead. She's beautiful, she's passionate, she's got everything. And uh, one day I'm carrying something in the house, and you know I carry it in, and she goes, "I'll get the door for you." And it probably weighed about thirty pounds. I'm like, "Okay," and I turn around, she's sweeping the porch. I'm like, "Well, I'll do the guy thing: balance against the wall, put it on your knee, open the door with one hand, stick your foot in front of the door, kind of shift your body over." And as I did, I knocked the doorbell off the house. Oh no. And immediately I knew I had to fix the doorbell. I'm pretty smart like that. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, who else is going to fix the doorbell? Uh, <laughs> but then she felt the need to remind me that I just knocked the doorbell off the house. And now I got to fix the doorbell. And we started this little chip, 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 chip back and forth. And right. It continued as we walked in the door. And I don't know if you've ever noticed if it starts on one thing, then it less glitty. It leads to another. Oh, and yeah. It gets back to the, you know, you didn't think you you left the cap off the toothbrush in 1974, <laughs> you know, and the, the, the argument just escalates unless you can stop it, nip it in the bud. So as it's going, I recognized what was going on. I went through my steps, stop, breathe, go run around the track. How important is it? Boom. I felt it go right down. I said, do you know what you need to do? And she goes, nothing. I go, no, no, no. You know what you need to do? And she goes, no. no. I said, you need to stop, breathe, go to your happy place. Absolutely. I don't want to. I go, you need to. This is exactly the time you need to do it to see if it works. So come on, stop. She goes, I don't have a happy place. I go, yes, you do. I said, you were in the delivery room for five of our 11 grandchildren. Remember when holding that grandbaby for the very first time? And if you notice, I just asked her a question. Right. And she immediately, she goes, why does it work like that? It said, it's simple science. You can take control of your thinking. You can get out of conflict if you want to get out of conflict. Now, a lot of times, now, if we could teach this to America right now, just think about all of the conflict. We have some of the greatest minds in the world leading this country, but they cannot think positively or do good things because there's so much conflict. 
between everybody. If they just stop, breathe, and go to their happy place, ask themselves a question, they'd be out of conflict in no time, and America would be back on its feet in no time. Beautiful. I love it. And I think that's a great way to summarize what you need to do to get out of a conflict. You mentioned, uh, Coach Papa, that a lot about happiness. So let's let's talk about that because before I do, I want to, sit to let you know where I got that information from. The author's name is Chuck Inman, Chuck Inman, and the book is just called Chemical Brain Freeze. Uh, Chemical you, Brain Freeze for those Chuck listeners. Chuckinman.com, uh, and it's one n i n m a n. Chuckinman.com. Uh, you can buy that book if you'd like to learn more about how to get out of conflict. Perfect. And the listeners would love that feedback from you. And I think they will definitely take in on that. Now, let's get to talk about, because you mentioned a lot of conflicts and resolutions and so forth. When I talk to you, my smile just lights up. And I tend to just laugh because you resonate with positive energy. How do you do it? I want to know that. What's your secret? Uh, drugs. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hey, happiness is a drug. I want to know. <laughs> right, it's the, the internal thing. Um, the happiness advantage. I've always had a really positive outlook in life. I ran into a, a, a speaker several years ago by the name of Zig Ziglar. And I kind of you know, zig in it, in his positive thinking stuff. Uh, one time uh, I heard him speak and he said a guy from the audience kind of raised his hand and said, Zig, you know, this motivation stuff is great. It, you're a great entertainer. We're laughing, we're having fun, but tomorrow I have to go back to work. And it kind of fades off. And after a couple of days, it, it's gone. And he says, this, this motivation, it just doesn't stick. And Zig, without batting an eye, he said, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. <laughs> uh, and it, it makes sense. You have to do something to lift yourself up daily. There's so much garbage going on in the world right now. If you're not taking a proactive stance to keep yourself in a positive place, it will get you down. I've had days. I, I mean, I've had days just recently where I've gone through, you know, just a lot of mental stuff on, uh, on what's going on. We'll get into this in a little bit, but uh, kind of the story behind making moving into the direction I am is, and, you know, a guy would say, you need to fill all the spots on your calendar. And this guy's name is Jeff, Jeff Atkins, really cool guy. Mm. So I, I blocked this time out that didn't have anything in it. And I just put April time. It's my wife's name, right? And I, I put April time in there. And she's looking at my calendar one day and she goes, oh, I'm on your calendar every day. I go, yeah, isn't that great? She goes, <laughs> you have given me that time every day. And in my mind, it was like, well, that's negotiable time. And I was like, why am I even thinking that? And God, God, thank God I didn't say it. Thank goodness you didn't say right? it. Right? But the point was. Uh, we would have to get back to our how to resolve our conflict. Recognize. And in that process, it made me realize that I was too busy. Mm. I was getting too busy. And I needed to give more time for her. As a matter of fact, in about three hours, we will be golfing. Uh, so this is this is the only business thing I am doing today, and, and we're getting it out of the way very early. But a few years ago, I, I came across a uh, a YouTube called uh, "The Happiness Advantage," I think, by Sean Acor. And uh, you know, Sean is a uh, he's a positive psychologist trained at Harvard University. And I'll try to summarize his talk, but it you know all you got to do is go to uh, YouTube and Sean S H A W N. 
uh, ACOR, like anchor without the N, A-C-H-O-R, and, and watch his TED Talk. It's incredible. But what he says is we have the whole successful now all messed up. You know, uh, we believe if we work harder, we'll become successful. If we become successful, we'll become happy. The problem is success is a moving target. If we get good grades, we got to get better grades. We got a nice car, we got to get a better car. Got a big house, got to get a bigger house. And we're all in this this path that success is constantly moving. And if happiness depends on success, we never achieve happiness. Exactly. And if we can flip that, if we can find happiness, success will follow. Matter of fact, if we can find happiness, we become less materialistic because we're more more satisfied with our life. And we don't need the bigger car. We don't need the, the fancier house. We don't need, you know, all this stuff, stuff, stuff. We understand that relationships become the most important thing in our lives. So what Sean says is there are five things you need to do for 21 days. And I started applying those. And once I, I saw them and felt them working for me, each and every one of my clients got the lesson. Now, I will tell you, you know, Stephen Covey many years ago said 21 days to create a, a habit, seven days to break it. 21 days, seven days, 21 days of the happiness advantage. I have not had a client including myself, hit it the first 21 days, right? You, you get through and then something happens, you get busy, and, and but you start over. And one, one of my clients was not happy. He goes, hey, I'll do it twice today. I go, no, it doesn't work like that. He said, the whole idea about establishing a habit, a positive habit is 21 consecutive days. The first thing you do is you jot down three things you're grateful for every day and they're new things and that i'm grateful for food and the table house you know blah 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 no it's going to be new things ah today i saw a, a mother duck leading three uh ducklings across the street and six cars stopped and let them go it was so cool you know writing down things i call them g4s just to simplify it and g4 simply means grateful for so writing down three g4s every day starts to make a difference uh it, it starts your day on a positive outcome Every morning, our balance sheet is at zero. Our, our happiness balance sheet is, sits at zero. And if we get up and we step on the cat's tail and the cat scratches our leg and blood's running down our leg and the kids are like, I want breakfast and the bus is running late and your day just starts out like this and it continues downhill. On the flip side of that, if you get up in the morning and you get the, these three gratitudes down on paper, the second thing is writing a, a, on something positive that's happened in the last 24 hours, just for a few minutes, and we start tipping the scale to the positive. Then when somebody cuts you off in traffic, it's like, man, I feel sorry for that guy. And I think about another gratitude, and I can keep my balance sheet constantly on the positive side, and I can keep myself up. You know, when somebody cuts you off in traffic, they may have just been not paying attention. Something may have been happening in their world, they, you know, and, and they cut you off. And you're like, oh, you, you know, and for the next... 20 minutes of your tra your travels, you're like, blah, right. and you get to work. And they say, how was your trip in this morning? Oh, it was terrible. This guy cut me off. He goes, was it a white pickup truck? Yeah, it's a white pickup truck. Same guy cut me off. <laughs> Next thing you know, you've lost 45 minutes of your day. And this guy's yeah. happy and doesn't even recognize anything. But he's stolen all this time away from you. You've got to be able to get that time back. And the happiness advantage, again, the first step, writing down three new things you're grateful for each day. The second step, writing on something positive that's happened in the last 24 hours. The third step is exercise. 
get off your butt and do some exercise. Get some bands. Get to walk up and down the stairs ten times. Go out and, and walk a couple of miles. Do some push-ups. Do some exercise. Exercise tells your mind your body is worth it. Right. Third step is meditate, or fourth step is meditate. We have to slow down at some point every day and just take a breath and and let everything go. There's nothing I can do about it in this exact second. Just let it go. Take yourself to a zero state and let the energy rebuild itself. Your body rebuilds constantly. And we think that sleeping at night is enough to recharge it for the whole day. And it does for the most part. But these little breaks during the day, it doesn't have to be long, 15 to 20 minutes, five minutes. Matter of fact, some people who have the real busy mind start with a minute. Stop for a minute. So true. Coach Baba, you have tremendous amount of experience with as a coach, obviously. And so how do you apply this happiness advantage with your with your students while you are training them in the soccer world, for example? Because basically training these athletes to, mm-hmm. you know, just get pumped up and you know increase their blood and energy and just kind of pound someone and you know that adrenaline rush is there so obviously naturally they're going to get angry they're going to have some you know some type of rage if they lose and whatnot so how do you apply these methods in the real world i'd love to hear your thoughts around it Uh, i want you to do me a favor make a circle with your thumb and forefinger just like that great now put it on your chin what did i ask you to do you put it on my chin. Ah, but where did you put it? I copied you and put it on the eye, side of the eye. Oh, people follow the example we set for them, not Beautiful. the words that we say to them. So mm-hmm. the way I practice it is I make sure that I am always maintaining that character, that positive approach. I had an athlete who had uh, pretty much perfected the Maradona. It's a, it's a move in soccer. Uh, where you kind of step over the ball and you do some cool things with it. But he'd never used it in a game. And his name was Brady. And I'm like, Brady, today I want you to use the Maradona in the game. When you find a situation, I want you to do it. If you are not, if you don't do it in a game, you're doing 20 push-ups after this game. But if you do do it, I'll do 20 push-ups. All you got to do is do that move one time. He goes out and he does it. Unfortunately, he did it right in front of our own goal and he missed it. And the opponent just kicked the ball right in the net and scored the ball. Now, I don't take an athlete off the field when they make a mistake. I want them to recover from it. Um, a few minutes later, when there's an opportunity, I subbed for him, and, and Brady came out. And he came out and he goes, Coach, I'm so sorry. I go, what are you talking about? I was perfect. Coach, they scored a goal. I said, we'll score enough goals to offset that one. We'll win the game. I said, that's just one goal. But the fact that you did that in a game is going to bring you tons of success moving forward. And he just looked at me like, are you crazy? My last coach would have torn me up. Well, we have to be positive in our approach with them. Uh, and my, my, my soccer players, my athletes all get this lesson. Stop, breathe, go to your happy place. And uh, and I have a, a an activation word. It's called motto. Mm-hmm. Uh, ball simply means ball opponent, teammate opportunity. When you hear me okay. say motto, the first thing you do is stop, breathe, go to your happy place. It takes three, three seconds, if anything. Look over your left shoulder, look over your right shoulder, and get back to playing the game. So that way we keep our head in the game constantly. Mm. Um, the, the, the energy and the activity 
will take care of itself when we take care of our mind. Beautiful. Love it. Thank you for that. And I, I'm just so inspired by your feedback when it came, comes to the students, just because you're right. They, most of these students are just taught to be pushing themselves, oh, yeah. but they're never taught to reflect on what good things they have actually achieved. So great, great lesson to take away from here. Now let's talk about your positive. There's one more step on the happiness advantage. That was only four. There's oh, five. okay. So there's, write down three G4s. There it is, write down three G4s. Journal on something positive that's happened in the last 24 hours. Exercise, meditate, and practice random acts of kindness. Kindness, exactly. One of my, one of my clients is a, a very detail-oriented guy. I think in the world they call that anal. And uh, <laughs> it's that guy. And I, so I, had to, I told him, I said, now I want you to practice I want you to schedule three random acts of kindness every day. And he just kind of, his eyes started going, how do you schedule three random acts? I said, you can't. They're random. When you see a piece of garbage, pick it up, respect the earth. When you see somebody with a frown, make them smile. When you see somebody walking up to a door with groceries in their hand, open the, the door. Uh, you know, don't be a jerk or a stalker. But at the same time, we, we, put our blinders on and we don't look anybody in the eye these days. We, or if we look them in the eye, they're going to want something from us. Random acts of kindness puts us in a positive. The giver gets more than the getter always. Yes. If you give a little bit of your time to someone else, you will get way more time back in return. So those five steps from the happiness advantage, Sean Acor, uh, go to YouTube, watch the TED Talk, buy his book. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. Yes, and I second that. Sean Aker, it, he sums it beautifully in his TED Talk. I, I recommend and you don't stop that. laughing the entire talk. <laughs> and if you've had the opportunity to see him live, oh, it's amazing. I've seen him live and it's, you know, he just, he amazes the people in the audience. And it's a beautiful opportunity to see him live. I always recommend those who are not, just watch the TED Talk. It's, it's amazing. So, Coach Papa, let's yes. go on. What else uh, can we cover when it comes to positive thoughts? Affirmations. Noah St. John wrote a book called The Secret Code of Success. One of my friends sent me the book and said, uh, I want you to read this book. And I'm like, okay. And I was really busy at that time. And I put it off to the side. And he called me a week later. He said, did you read the book? I said, well, not yet. And he says, you need to read the book. I said, all right, I'll read the book. He calls me a week later. Did you read the book? I'm like, no, <laughs> but I... I promise I will this time. So I did the college thing, right? First chapter, last chapter, chapter in the middle. This is my thinking. I'll do that, and then I'll be able to talk about, yeah, I read the book, and uh, you know, at least get a B-plus out of our conversation. But as I started reading the book, I found out that everything from every other book I had ever read, he had the answer to make it all work, from Norman Vincent Peale to you know, Zig Ziglar to whoever. Uh, and, and simply what he had in the middle was affirmations. Now, he has since written a book titled Affirmations. Mm. It's just that word. If you look at the bottom of the screen, it's no. Now, affirmations, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Are, the idea is if you say it often enough, you'll begin to believe it. Well, it doesn't matter how many times I say I'm rich enough to buy anything I want. I'm rich enough. Money doesn't fall from this guy. You have to go out and do something. Right. I weigh exactly what I want to weigh. BS. 
all of us want to lose a little bit of weight, you know, except if you're anorexic. But there's there's this thought process that our mind is working against us. And it's very true. How many times have you said or have you heard somebody say, I'm my own worst enemy? Man, if I could just get out of my own way, I could be successful. Yeah. Well, this is what affirmations do. Now, basically, uh, we have to understand that we have subconscious programming. Everything that has happened in life has programmed our subconscious to, to take us and to react in a certain way. There's four steps to subconscious programming. Okay. Uh, there's unconscious incompetence, there's conscious incompetence, there's conscious competence, and there's con unconscious competence. Yeah. Or you don't know you don't know, you know you don't know, you know you know, and now you don't know you know. Let me explain by talking about a car. Right. From the age of zero to 10, we don't know anything about driving a car. We don't care. We just want to get to soccer practice. We want to get to grandma's house. A car is a mode of transportation and somebody else is at the wheel. From 10 to 15, we start to recognize, wait a minute, I could drive this. And anything with a steering wheel, my grandchildren will come over and mow my yard five times a week as long as they can ride my riding lawnmower, right? Because they want to steer something. They want the power. Yeah. It's 16 to 18, you get your driver's license, you know, you've gone through everything, you know you know how to drive, but everything is a conscious thought process. If you've ever been with a young driver, boy, they check the mirrors, they do everything. And now today they're like putting on their makeup, texting their friends and doing all this other stuff. And somehow they get safely to where they're going. The fourth step, the un unconscious competence, or you don't know you know, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but there was one Christmas where we were kind of shopping on, on, on Christmas Eve or, or maybe it was December 23rd and we got to buy all these presents this day and we get down to the mall. And, Last minute shopping, and, yes. And, you know, we go to the mall, we find all the, the presents and, you know, because our, our minds are just like this and, and we walk out of the door and our car's not there. I'm like somebody stole our car. Do you believe this? On Christmas Eve, somebody stole our car. Well, I had walked out the wrong door yeah. And I forgot where I had parked my car. How, how does that happen? Right? We don't that would stop and think about some of your trips to where you're going when you got something busy going on in your mind. You can't look back and remember the trip. Your subconscious programming has taken over. Right. Today, a lot of us, our subconscious programming is all about conflict. It's all about, oh, those Republicans or oh, those. Democrats or all those independents or, you know, all those, uh, you know, black people, all those Indians, all those this. Why? Why do we do that? It's our subconscious pre-programming. And if we want to get out of it, we have to start practicing affirmations. An affirmation is an empowering question that immediately changes your thought processes from negative to positive. Let me give you an example. Uh, this lady I was working with had... Uh, Oh, like every five, 10 minutes, she went outside to have a cigarette. I'd be on hold making a phone call for her and she's out having a cigarette. After about the fifth one, I'm like, hey, have you ever thought about quitting? <laughs> uh, I uh, Both my parents died from cigarette-related cancers, so I'm not real, real big on people who smoke anyway. And she goes, oh, every day for the last 20 years, I, I, I've never been able to. I said, well, what have you tried? The hypnosis, the patch, the, the pills, the... She's tried everything. I said, well, would you try one more thing? An empowering question. What we are normally asking is, why can't I quit smoking? Right. And the answer coming out of the subconscious, oh, you like smoking. You can afford smoking. 
you know, uh, you'll get fat if you quit smoking. Everybody gets fat if they quit smoking. Mm -hmm. So you keep smoking because the answers coming out support the activity that you're doing, the behavior that is overtaking your life. On the flip side of that, if you ask the question, why, why is it so easy to quit smoking this time? Now your brain starts putting the answers out to that question. You can't breathe going up a flight of stairs. This cough is driving you nuts. Your wife won't kiss you until you brush your teeth. And, and these answers start driving you toward the behavior that you want versus locking in the behavior you don't want. So an empowering question is simply a way of restating your goal. This is the important part. Restating your goal as if you've already achieved it. Beautiful. When you can put that into your mind, your mind begins working towards the goal. Now, in the beginning, there's what Noah calls the belief gap, right? I have my, my reality is here. I'm, I'm a smoker. On the other side of the belief gap is my new desired reality. I don't smoke anymore. But the gap is as wide. I can't find my hands on the screen because it's backwards. Perfect. <laughs> the belief gap is like the Grand Canyon in the beginning. So every time you say it, you have to tie a positive action to it. With the, the cigarettes, uh, why is it so easy to quit smoking this time when you have a desire for a cigarette? And then you wait five or 10 minutes before you have that cigarette. And it's going to move to 10 to 15 minutes. It's going to move to 15 to 30 minutes. And before you know it, the behavior has just gone away. And I went back to her house about five weeks later and... Uh, as I was leaving, I didn't notice we were together an hour and a half. I didn't notice she didn't go outside to have a cigarette, not even once. And as I walked outside, I noticed her little smoking area was all cleaned up. There were no cigarette butts. I looked at her and her exact words, she goes, I don't know why it was so easy to quit this time. You can apply this to any area of your life, to your relationships, to your uh, health management, to anything else. Affirmations, the, the book by the same title as the word going across the bat, bottom of the screen. The author is Noah St. John. Uh, I have uh, become friends with Noah and his wife, Babette, and he is kind of my, my personal mentor coach in a lot of areas of my life. Uh, but affirmations will change your thought processes to the positive. So, so conflict, chemical brain freeze, programming, 21-day happiness advantage, start building that that habit of expecting positive outcomes. And Noah St. John, take control of your subconscious through affirmations and happiness is just right around the corner. Oh, amazing. Thank you, Coach Papa. I, from all, listening to all this, I think if we start just taking a pause in our stressful situation, whatever it may be, and just apply these techniques and apply these thoughts mm -hmm. to come out of that negative thought, you've already heading for success. The problem is we're always going in circles and breeding these negative thoughts continuously. And that's what's creating this vicious cycle, right. you know, implanting and cementing into our subconscious that we're trying to get out of. So I really, really resonate with you when it comes to these methods and techniques that you mentioned today. And I really hope that the listeners were able to get a valuable feed and take that with them and apply these techniques today. Well, and, and here's the deal. If you don't, you're going to be the happy guy in a sea of muck. Absolutely. And, and everybody's going to be like, oh, what's wrong with him, right? I don't know. That guy's <laughs> always smiling. He must be on drugs or something, 
Right. You're right, but you'd rather be on these happy drugs. <laughs> we need to share this, with, especially with the people that we're close to. Your core relationships, your family, your friends, your, your, your loved ones, your coworkers, your peers, we all have th th those people, those negative energy drainers, and we just want to kind of cut them out of their life. Well, how about if we fix them? How about if we give them these tools as well? And then we practice it together because when you can find someone to practice it together with, then both of you are going to start down this path of happiness. Being the only happy guy in a, you know, in a sad room, they, they say we become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Now, I keep getting kicked out for bringing down the average. But beyond that, if we can start setting the, the expectations of the group, then positive things will start to happen around that entire group. And it's, it's fun how when you can raise the norm of the group to a higher level, mm. life is so much, it's just more fun. Uh, we have our, our best friends, uh, Frank and Christina. We go on vacation with them at least once a year. Um, this year we're going to Gaudier, Mississippi. And I look so forward because all we do is we, we play games and we go golf and we make meals. We don't have to go to the Grand Canyon. We don't have to go here. We just spend time together making each other laugh, having having fun. And when you can be that person in your circle, people are going to start to look up to you. You have to be careful about being overbearing in the beginning because you're like, oh, man, this guy, I got a secret. <laughs> I can't tell you my secret, but man, I, it's a great, great secret. Come on, tell me your secret. Well, I'll give you a little bit of it. And, you know, this chemical brain freeze and then a little bit more. But you have to apply them. Yes. You, you know, you, you may have enjoyed the talk and I appreciate that. But what really is important is you start applying these things to your life and you become that happy person. You light up a room. Everybody lights up a room. Some by walking in, others by leaving. You become that person that lights up a room when you walk into it. And that's who we all want to be at the bottom of the day. We all want happiness, right? Laughter is one of the only things a baby is born with. Babies naturally laugh. Oh, yeah, they cry, but that's their communication. Babies naturally laugh. When do we learn to be the sourpusses that we all turned into? You know, so stop it. Yeah. Uh, expect happiness, and you will achieve happiness. But you have to do you have to do the work. Um, guy goes in and he, he kneels down in the pew, and he's like, "Lord, things are really tough, and you just got to let me win the lottery." And, and the next week goes by and he didn't win a lot and he's back on his knees and like, Lord, dog, God, and I told you, you, you see my situation. Things are really left. You got you to let me win the lottery. And the next week it's even worse. And he gets back on their knees. He's like, Lord, give me a break. Got to let me win the lottery. And a deep voice comes back and says, you give me a break. You got to buy a ticket first. <laughs> you got to do the work if you want to achieve happiness. Absolutely. And uh, you, you've really hit a great point that, you know, when you share happiness, share laughter, it's a free gift, you know, and if you can, and it's contagious. If you are happy and you're around a lot of, as you mentioned, sour faces to be nice about it, uh, you eventually will transform their sour faces, right? Because it, no, no matter what, one cannot be a grouch. When they're seeing someone being happy, being sweet, be having a laughter in them, because they want to be that person. You're not going to just go and start frowning. You're like, please, you know, 
right? <laughs> exactly, Coach Papa. <laughs> you just can't. It's just impossible. And you have to build your armor so thick nobody can get through it, you know? And I'm not saying to take a break from reality. Live in reality. Live this way right. and people will join you, right? Going back to this, when you set the example, when you live a positive life, when people want to be around you and when people want to be around you, um, it, it feels good. Absolutely. And I really appreciate you for being on the show, for just enlightening us with sure. these thoughts. You know, I couldn't have had a better person to summarize these thoughts. So I, I thank you for today coming. And I mentioned earlier how to reach out to you. Do you mind letting the audience know as well? Well, uh, everything is branded around Coach Papa. Uh, LinkedIn.com forward slash IN forward slash Coach Papa. Facebook, if you do just Coach Papa, it'll take you to my business page. If you do Coach Papa Tim, it'll take you to my personal page. Um, with our, our Shackley business, CoachPapa.MyShackley.com. Healthy, healthy nutrition, healthy, uh, you know, health lifestyle. We, um, you know, in the very beginning, you asked me how we we kept away from the medications for so long. Uh -huh. uh, we had we had some health issues uh, back in the late 1900s as we were turning 50s and you know 40s and 50s. Uh, my blood pressure and stuff was skyrocketing after I got out of the military. I don't know why it didn't in the military, but it was just it was starting to to raise up. My wife had. Uh, skin cancer is starting to pop up um, in preparation for a trip to Cancun. She did a lot of sun tanning in the in the beds, and she had these little skin cancers pop up. And and Shackley Nutrition came into our lives, and over the course of um, I don't know six months of changing our our eating habits, her her can she had sixteen consecutive quarters of a new cancer or, or pre cancer that had to be removed. I had developed uh, cluster headaches where I was an outpatient at the Diamond Headache Clinic on top of everything else. And within just a few months, uh, our our health life just turned around. Um, and she's been cancer-free now since 2009. Mm -hmm. And I've been headache-free. After 21 years of battling debilitating headaches, I've been headache-free for now since about that same area, era, the last 10 or 11 years. That during that time of being treated, I was on multiple medications that I hated them. Today, we're both on zero medication. Uh, we're, we're very active. And I think, you know, your health is a big part of that. When, when we start getting down, uh, our disease can, can take over. But when we take positive action, when we put the right foods into our body, when we exercise, when we meditate, when we take control of our subconscious program when we take these actions then you know i'm i'm looking at a hundred you know and that's you know it's gail sayers passed away the other day one of the greatest football players in the history of the game he was 77 when he passed away that's 12 years from now for me i'm like i got it i got it i gotta get busy yeah. <laughs> gotta get unbusy i gotta get busy being unbusy Right. Uh, it's it's time to, to, to relax. So, so we've have launched uh, this the, our Shackley business together, um, and it is really it's fun working with my wife at this point. Instead of coming, oh, honey, I'm home, and she's like, so vacuum the floor, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Uh, literally, vacuum cleaner sucks. Mm. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> in, uh, in in life, we, you know, at 45 years of marriage, we're closer today than we've ever been before. And it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's life is fun and it's meant to be fun and we screw it up. <laughs> we screw it up daily. Yeah. 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 It's, it's up to us to take charge of it, but it, it's not going to fix itself. Yeah, I, I agree. And thank you. And uh, I'm sure the listeners will reach out to you. Uh, you've been quite an inspiration and we'll definitely, I'm looking forward to having you on the show again because we have wonderful things that we can talk about from the health world and yeah. health perspective. So uh, stay tuned, listeners. I will have Coach Papa back. And I appreciate you, Coach Papa, for your wisdom. It's been valuable. Well, and, and you've seen many of my videos, and they all close the same way. Yes. Uh, this is Tim Stewart. I am Coach Papa, and I do approve this message. God bless. <laughs> Travel safe. Make this your best day yet. Now, get off the bench and get back in the game. God bless. Thank you. So there you have it, Coach Papa, talking about life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And if you want to reach out and if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the show. I would love to have you listen to more episodes such as this and want to continue bringing you happiness and happy thoughts let's work together by bringing more folks on to our show and have you be inspired to take care of your health have a good day love you guys take care bye bye <laughs>